Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to the Manic Candace podcast. It's your girl Candace back at it again with a brand new episode of the podcast. And today we are going to be talking about marijuana and quitting marijuana, at least trying to quit marijuana. The title of today's episode is Marijuana is Anonymous. So good morning, good evening, good afternoon, good night, whenever and wherever you are listening, my friends, mis amis. How many times have I smoked marijuana on this show? A lot. Those of you who don't know, those of you who haven't been listening carefully, I spent $21,000 on weed last year alone throughout the whole year. I was doing my taxes in January and I realized, I was like, Candace Banks, Candace Rose Banks, you spent $21,000 on marijuana. How much do you owe on your car? What's the house down payment? It's how much you spent on fucking weed. So although some of you may hate me, a lot of you are going to hate me for this episode or just plain out won't listen to me because this episode is about the negative side effect of marijuana. And I know marijuana is like cool and acceptable all of a sudden, but like I grew up in a time where it was criminalized heavily and there was a lot of propaganda handed down to us um, from like the D.A.R.E. program, from the White House, from the federal government. There was a lot of programs that like the D.A.R.E. program, there was a lot of programs that told us marijuana was bad when in all actuality, it's a plant that has good side that has great side effects, positive benefits. In my view, there's everything has a good side and a bad side. I am not attempting to discredit or argue against the benefits and medical properties of THC, tetrahydrocannabinol and CBD. I don't know how to say the full name for that one. And many other life-saving cannabinoids, like there's many other cannabinoids. There's CBA, there's CBN, there's THCA, um, there's Delta-8. Um, there's many types of forms of marijuana, but the psychoactive cannabinoid of marijuana is THC. Um, marijuana helps those dealing with a plethora of chronic illnesses and diseases. Marijuana does save lives. Like I said, I'm not here to, to discredit marijuana. I'm just here to say I have a problem with it, and this is my problem with it, hence the title Marijuana is Anonymous. I don't feel, matter of fact, no one talks about the negative sides of marijuana for them, what that looks like. I'm going to tell you how I spent $21,000 on weed. And like looking back a year, almost a year later, I'm just like, something's got to give, Candace. You are numbing something or you're using too much or just because you have the money doesn't mean you have to spend it. And that goes on into another issue, which we're going to be talking about later on this week, is budgeting. We're going to be doing a whole episode around budgeting. What? Because like, I don't know what the fuck a budget is. I'm spoiled, okay? There. I have seen uh, marijuana save lives firsthand being a cashier at Nirvana Center Dispensary. Um, These conditions include rheumatoid arthritis, fibromyalgia, which young people do get fibromyalgia, so be aware of that. You should Google these diseases and conditions. Cancer, 
all forms of cancer, glaucoma, HIV, AIDS, HIV or AIDS and or AIDS, um, opiate abuse and chronic pain. So in Arizona, it's fairly easy to get a medical marijuana card because my state is both medical and recreational. Um, I do not have cancer, thank God. I don't have fibromyalgia, thank God, rheumatoid arthritis, glaucoma, HIV, AIDS, and I don't abuse opiates. And I also don't have chronic back pain. So when I'm going to these marijuana doctors, I'm lying. I'm like, I have chronic back pain, but it's like you are a spring chicken, young 20, mid 20, late 20s, 20 something year old going to the marijuana doctor saying, oh, I have chronic pain. And by the way, these doctors, they have access to all the narcotics that you're getting. So like I be going to a marijuana doctor, they can see how much Adderall I'm getting. They can see how much Klonopin I'm getting. They can see how much. If like they could see, they could see everything that I've ever gotten. And I think that's just, just really invasive, but it's making it harder for someone like me to get a lower price on marijuana. So that's the whole incentive of getting a medical marijuana card in Arizona is that you have to pay, like you get to pay less taxes right now in my state, since the, since it is both medically and recreationally legal, the dispensaries charge an extra tax for those without a medical quote unquote necessity for marijuana. So like if I don't have that card, I get taxed an extra 25%. And that tax money was supposed to be spent on schools and law enforcement, which it wasn't. It went to politicians and like a bunch of that fundraising crap, military. It didn't go to the border, which would have helped out a lot. But I digress. It's fairly easy to obtain a medical marijuana card by claiming chronic pain. And so I just did it year after year. Year after year, I was just like, I have chronic pain. Give it to me. But this was the first year I didn't have a card. Look at me. I'm already making excuses. So this was the first year I didn't have a marijuana card in 2022. And I spent an extra 25% on taxes. So that tw so a quarter, so about five to 6000 Five point, let's just say 5500 of my uh, $21,000 splurge on marijuana in 2022, a good 5500 at least went to taxes alone. I didn't smoke any of that. And that just bothers me. That bothers me. It's like, there's nothing wrong with the high. There's nothing wrong with the marijuana itself. Like the marijuana, I mean, in Arizona, it sucks. But like, it. I'm not, what I'm trying to do, I'm not trying to make you feel like a bad person because you are smoking it, because you love it, because it does benefit your life. I'm at the point in my usage where I can be honest with myself and be like, you don't have any conditions that marijuana can fix. And you are just a recreational user. Not only are you a recreational user, you are an abuser of marijuana. And that's something that has come to light just now. I am an abuser of marijuana. Hello. I can't stop when I want to. And when I have little to none left, 
oh, I am searching for it. I am searching for it. I am going in my car. I'm like hitting empty cartridges. I'm like trying to scrape my bowl. Oh, bobby pins, like trying to scrape the, the ins and outs of your pipe. Yeah. Yeah. And it's been like that since I was 13 years old. Walk a flock of flame, walk a flock of flame, walk a flock of flame. I from my money up. Get my stacks up, now I'm back on deck. So shawty, what the fuck you want? Heard you talking shit, but this ain't what the fuck you want. Rap by CEO up. Now it's back to Hey, with the chopper. Call me Walker Flocker, aka a wild nigga, aka young drug dealer. Got perp, got Kush, got pills, got white in the trap all night with the hardest. So. <laughs> hey, oh, they do it. Hey, oh, they do it. Hey, oh, they do it. Hey. Oh, they do it. Yeah. Drug dealing music. Hey, I've influenced. Hey, I've influenced. What influenced me to buy $21,000 worth of marijuana? I still, I am still here asking myself, what the fuck? What the fuck? I will not be taking my marijuana addiction into my 30s. I don't even want to take it into my late 20s, what I have left of it. And that's another episode we're going to talk about. It's our late 20s, what to expect, how to handle, what to expect, the unexpected, and just habits that you should be formed or should be forming at that time. Um... After six years of having my after six years of having my card, my medical marijuana card, like I said, I decided not to renew. Um, and the 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 tax bill is over five grand, over five grand, and I need to either get a medical marijuana card and pay less money, or just outright not use it and save all of that money. You guys, like, I'm at a point in my life where I realize, like, the value of a dollar. You know what I mean? And I don't mean, like, knowing what it's like to earn a dollar. I'm just saying, like, how far saving a dollar can really go. Um, Saving your money is something I was never taught, but the value in it is so extreme. Like, you will never go through... Wondering if you have enough money to cover something. That's what saving money does for you. It's it's a it's the definition of a safety net, you know. And oh, by the way, I got a job. Woo! And like, it is in the finance industry. Woo! Um, but just know that your girl is doing good. And um, what was I talking about? Marijuana. But but yeah. I had to ask myself, like, you know, what's important to you? Is it getting high or is it feeling financially secure and financially stable? And never in my life has it, has it 
has the ultimatum come down between marijuana and med and financial stability and financial security. That's just ridiculous to me because it's just like it's just, it's so marijuana is so small. Like there are people losing their houses because of gambling. There are people who are alcoholics. You know, there are people who are outright drug addicts. Like you know, just like and here I am, like. abusing marijuana as if it were a harder drug we all know that it's not but for some people like myself i'm an abuser and what does that look like i mean i wake up it's the first thing i do i don't brush my teeth like it's the first thing i fucking do is like let me go hit it and it's always been like every time i'm uncomfortable every time i felt bored every time i felt like there was nothing to do or every every it, it became a ritual i was like it was like okay i'm going to do my makeup first thing i'm going to do is get high i'm going to go somewhere all right before i do that i'm going to get high we're going to meet up with friends the first thing we do is we get high it becomes part of your culture at least it became a part of mine and like everything around me my friends my job my my life outside my job like how i calmed myself down how i self-medicated was through marijuana and like it's not healthy you know what's healthy a healthy usage healthy usage age usaging healthy usage of marijuana looks like maybe once a weekend um i know people who drink every day and they can't even though alcohol is legal even though alcohol is socially acceptable i know people that cannot handle a drink because they are powerless over their addiction they are really 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 powerless they like they can't handle liquor the way other people can the way the majority of people can and that's how i feel with marijuana marijuana is socially acceptable marijuana is sold in stores you know um you know, it's not a death sentence if you get caught with marijuana anymore. But for me, like the fact that I can't at this moment, I can't stop it anytime I want to. That bothers me. I don't like having things having power over me. And I let marijuana have power over me because it was like the harmless little sister. Like, it's like, oh, you're so harmless. You know, you're like, I can't overdose off you. Little but um, it does get to a point where your life becomes, where it starts annoying things in your life. I mean, you, no one around you wants to smell you. And it's like, everyone knows, like everyone knows in my in my, in my my house, like everyone knows when I'm leaving to go get high. Like there's this, um, there's this parking lot, there's this swimming pool parking lot around the corner. I go around the corner and I just smoke my weed out of my apple and like, Everyone in the house knows it. And, like, I don't like the feeling of hiding. I don't like that. I don't like hiding it. But, but like, it, it almost being pointless of hiding it. Because it's, like, you smell anyway. Um, I've lost a good, good friend named Carla Huerta. Happy late birthday, Carla. I can't believe you're 29. But I've lost her friendship for different reasons, but I think, I mean, for many different reasons, but for one of the reasons I think is because this marijuana 
put a wedge between our friendship because she didn't smoke marijuana. And the difference between someone who doesn't smoke marijuana and someone who does is tremendous. Because the person who doesn't smoke marijuana, all of their activities after school, during the day, before the day, it has nothing to do with getting marijuana, smoking marijuana, or talking about marijuana. When you're a stoner, like I am, like when you're a stoner, everything revolves around marijuana. You wake up and you're like, okay, how much money do I have today? Can I go to the dispensary to get this? Can I go to so-and-so to get that? And it's just like you're you're like calculating already in your mind how much weed you have for the day. And it's like you just woke up. At this point of the episode, I'd like to thank you for listening. Please take a moment to share it with your friends, family, and your followers. I appreciate it. It's the number one free way to advance this podcast and help it grow. Because, baby, we are growing. We are growing. We are growing. We are growing. We are a family. The manic family. I love it. When did I start smoking weed? 13. She always ready when you want it. She want it like an info to info. I'll show you where to meet her. The late nights or daylight. The club jumping if you want a good time. For those of you who don't know, this is Justin Timberlake and 50 Cent. You got me saying, ew, I'm tired of using technology. Why don't you sit down on top of me? I'm tired of using technology. When is you right in front of me? She wants it. She wants it. Oh, to add more insult to injury, I owe twenty thousand in student loans, and I spent it all on I I spent it all on weed. And then one part of me is going, you know what, Candace, you live fucking once, and that money you can't take it with you. And the other side of me is shut the fuck up. <laughs> oh. What am I gonna do? What are you gonna do with me? What am I gonna do with myself? The last thing, okay, my approach to quitting marijuana in the past has not worked. So I have to do it, do something different. And this is not a part of it, the podcast. I read, We well, a lot of us have read Atomic Habits by James Clear. And, I, and if you didn't read it and you don't want to buy the book and read it, you can listen to my podcast about it called Atomic Habits by James Clear last year. And he talks about routines. And I noticed that if I just added steps to my daily routine, that smoking weed will get written out of it. So I think the approach is to focus on my habits and to focus on my routine throughout the day. I have a morning, midday, and a nighttime routine. So I need to... Add more items or more tasks in my routine 
so that I no longer have time to go to the dispensary, so that I no longer have time to smoke, so that I no longer have time to meet up with someone for the sole purpose of smoking. I feel so lame. Like, oh, I'm a stoner. Now, now I get it. Now I get why people look at other people like myself and just look down upon us because because we waste our fucking money. I mean, it would be great. It would be great if marijuana had a different side effect for me. Um, for me personally, like clear skin. You know, I will say that I believe this is just my opinion. I believe that stoners, smokers had like this COVID-19 repellent i believe that all these stoners and smokers didn't get covid19 for a reason i don't know no other stoner that got covid i'm just saying i'm just fucking saying um it's really not a stop watch it got super hot oh i got i mixed up the lyrics oops God, I'm just so bothered. And it's the 21 minute mark. I'm just so bothered. Like, I could have paid off my car. I could have bought, like, a studio. I could have paid a year's rent up front. You know what I'm saying? There's, like, what would, let me ask you a question. What would you do if you had $21,000 right now and it was money that you earned, you paid taxes on, and that it was saved? What would you do? Like I said, being a chronic user of marijuana, it does not align with my long-term goals of achieving financial stability and financial freedom. What do I mean by that? Like, financial stability. I never want to have a balance in my account less than 3500 less than 5000 I never want a balance lower than 5000 in my checking. I want... Uh, emergency fund okay that'll pay for three months of bills no six months of bills and then i want a savings fund that will cover at least three months of bills and then um just money that i will just completely forget about and then i want a separate account for money that will be set aside for investing so i could have split that twenty thousand dollars up into all those all of those things and it just didn't happen. So now I'm sitting here reminiscing and sharing my anguish with you in the hopes that not only does me sharing my marijuana as anonymous or my problems with marijuana to make me more accountable, but also to help you as a listener realize that you do have a problem, realize that it's okay to have a problem, realize the problem does exist. Because let me tell you something. There are about 90% of people out there who smoke weed have do not see a problem with it at all. At all. And I will admit that I used to be one of those people until I started looking at my wallet. <laughs> you know, there's nothing to me. There's The only thing that's bad about it is that it costs money. It costs a lot of money. And, then it, and if depending on how addicted and how dependent you are on it, you are willing to put that 
as a priority over your bills. And that's just not okay. That's not adult. That's not responsible. Um, I'm holding myself accountable for that $21,000 that I fucking smoked. I only smoked $15,000 of it. 5000 went to taxes. We already talked about that. It's like... I made that realization in December of 2022 and January of 2023 during my taxes. And it has haunted me ever since. So, like, what have I done differently? Not much. Um, because how, how I got the 21000 is that I didn't shop for deals. Um, I went in there and got what I wanted. And like now that I'm on a limited income, I go in there and then I'm like, I shop for the deals. I look for the highest amount of marijuana I can get for the lowest amount of money possible. Cause it's, it's even though they're all labeled differently, it's all the same. I know the business. So it's just like, you know, it's, I asked for, I asked the butt tenders, like, give me the highest testing marijuana you got in your lower tier. And, like, it'll be a testing just as high as the most expensive tier. It's all a game. These, like, oh, I'm going to sell this marijuana for $40 a gram just because it looks better um, but is weaker than the one that we're selling for $5 a gram. Blah, blah, blah. Just to give you an idea, I smoke about a gram a day. Today, I haven't smoked. And a gram, an average cost of a gram here in Arizona is 7 to $15. I also can't sit here and deny that a huge part of me just wants to stay high no matter what goals I have and no matter how much money I make. And that's a problem with me is being okay with it. I shouldn't be okay with that. I shouldn't. Hey, shooters ready to gun you down. <laughs> working at a dispensary was fun. I should do an episode on that, like working at a dispensary, what it's like. What you think it's going to be like and how it ends up being. And how you think your life is perfect and going to change because you sell weed. But you are you are like a pawn, basically. They pay you nothing when you sell weed for the dispensaries. They pay you nothing. The raises are stupid. And there are people in jail for what you're doing. Just the only difference is time. It's crazy. I'm not here to condemn weed for the average user, just for me. So if you're if you're listening and you're just like, well, marijuana's not a problem for me, that's good. I genuinely love that for you. But you need to realize that for some people, like myself, it could be a real problem. And we can be really silent about it because of the culture of marijuana is so accepted. And our voices get drowned out like... You guys are holding back the movement and da da da. It's it's like it's not it's not about that. It's like it's like for me, my addiction to marijuana can be compared close closer to an addiction to gambling rather than a heroin addiction or a meth addiction. You know what I'm saying? Because like I have been addicted to harder drugs and 
the level of craving and the level of your body depending on it like it's um it's it's whole nother level with marijuana it's 100% mental it's 100% um changing your habits and making different choices these choices are hard to do which is why no one really succeeds in quitting marijuana even if they wanted to i will argue on that that is my opinion just because it's hard for me doesn't mean it's hard for everyone else but i will argue that it is hard I will challenge any any stoner to stop using marijuana for 30 days and tell me that they did not have a hard time. I leave that open. I leave that open to you as a listener. I leave it open to the world. I challenge that. Um, since marijuana is acceptable almost everywhere, it's up to me to cultivate self-discipline in this area of my life. I have cultivated self-discipline in my diet. I have cultivated self-discipline in my workout regimen. I have no doubt that I can incorporate self-discipline in my marijuana usage. I can apply all that I've applied in going to the gym and eating the right things. I can apply that to marijuana and I will succeed. I know that. I know that. It's, but it's all about doing the work, y'all. But it's the boredom for me. It's I can't stand being bored. I also learned that habits and daily routines play a huge role in addiction overall through that Atomic Habits book by James Clear. I highly recommend. Highly, highly recommend. Um, marijuana is very much a part of my identity in regards to my social life and how others view me in social settings. Which is why I'm glad that my follower account on Instagram got reset because it was all people from the cannabis industry. It was all like cannabis, 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 which is the fancy term for marijuana, which is an even fancy term for weed. I want to discover who I am as a clear-headed and healthy adult. I don't know who I am outside of being high on marijuana, and that's fucking sad. So I hope I made you realize something, take a double thought, double take on something, made you look at marijuana as something that can be abused. That's my number one goal. And if you feel like you are like me and you are abusing marijuana, let's start. Let me go into my Instagram, go into my Twitter DMs and like message me. Or if you don't have social media, you can send me an email at info.mdmq.com. Let's connect. Let's support each other through this journey. And yeah, take this moment to share this episode with your friends, family, and your followers. Like I said, it's the number one free way to support the podcast and make it grow. This is Candice with the Man and Candice podcast. Good morning, good evening, good afternoon, good night. Thank you for listening and I bid you adieu. Bye-bye. I'ma be living that good, good. I'ma be.